Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Comedy Quiz Podcast. Two comedians go tete-a-tete in a game of fact or fiction. And now let's welcome the biggest tet of them all, Quizmaster David Shore. Thank you, Karen. So great to be here on the Comedy Quiz. Oh, thank you, contestants. So great to be here, and I'm very excited for us to play a game of fact or fiction. Today's contestants are two of the founders of a Toronto improv institution, the Bad Dog Theater, and you can catch them every month improvising with the Coincidence Men at the Stupid Good Comedy Show. I like the name. Let's meet them. He is an award-winning improviser, actor, and theater director, an alumni of the Second City Main Stage. We have a lot of those on this show. Film and TV credits include Shit's Creek, Baroness Von Sketch Show, The Expanse, and Designated Survivor. Please say hello to Carrie Griffin. Hello, Carrie. Hello to Carrie Griffin. Oh, that's me. Yes. Hello, David. Thank you for having me. It's a You're pleasure to be here. You're the first person to say hello to yourself. I think it might start a trend. And he is an actor, author, improviser, and producer who has created award-winning content for clients, including Adult Swim, the CBC, the Comedy Network, YTV, and many more. An alumni of the Second City, film and TV credits include The Kids in the Hall, Designated Survivor, Royal Canadian Air Force, and the Rick Mercer Report. Say hello to Marcel St. Pierre. Hello, Marcel. Hello, Marcel. Hello. <laughs> How am I? I'm doing great. So happy to be here. Yay. See, it did start a trend. And so nice to see uh, that we can see each other. We're, mm-hmm. we're live on the interweb. And, and Carrie, I mentioned before uh, we started, I haven't seen you since oh. the pandemic. Yeah, like exactly. Started. It's, been a, it's been a couple of years at least, so nice to see you. Although every time I look in the mirror, I feel like I kind of see you because we do <laughs> have a very similar head. <laughs> it's true. And, and, and just so everybody knows, we are three bald men uh, doing a podcast. But I used to see Carrie at auditions all the time, and I used to yes. say, you're the non-Jewish me. I think That's very true. Yeah. The uh, genti- Gentile you, is that the term I would use? You would use that, yes. Jews <laughs> would call you that. No, yes, that is. And Marcel, I saw you over the summer. I'm giving you a wave, and yep. uh, you know we're all, we're all cut up. But Waving so me across the street. Do not cross over to me. Don't come any closer. <laughs> it was That's a wave away. The matter is still in the courts. <laughs> it, is, it is. Everything's in the courts. <laughs> Let me explain. The way the comedy quiz works, I'm going to read a statement, and then each contestant will have to decide if that statement is fact or fiction. Please feel free to play along at home, and also feel free to post your score on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram accounts. 
There are hot links to all three of those in our show notes. Plus, there's also hot links to Marcel and Carrie's websites and social media accounts. All right, that was a spiel. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, today's right. main topic, our main topic today. Oh my God, I'm is so excited. Time, are you okay? Here it is. Yeah. yeah. Our main topic today is six-time NBA champion and Hall of Fame basketball legend, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, Kareem. wow. I loved him in Airplane. Yeah, he was an airplane. That's that might true. He was an airplane. He was. Are you two fans of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Were you fan, basketball fans in the like it was eighties? You know, 70s, I'm a, 80s? I'm a, I'm a bas- I'm a sports fan in general. But basketball is not one I watch a ton. But I'm very, fa- I'm very. I was going to say I'm very familiar with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Very is a strong word. I am very, familiar with very, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, very also is very strong. With, also familiar with his work in uh, in uh, what, what was the karate movie he was in. Uh, Oh, he was in one of the Bruce Lee. He'd been yeah, Bruce exactly. Lee like Enter the Dragon or one of those. He was like one of the one of the bosses he had to fight. So I hope a lot of questions are not about his basketball, but about him being in movies. That would be cool. I knew I knew he was in movies. I, I think he was on an episode of uh, The Six Million Dollar Man. Ooh. And also, I just know him. He's filed in my brain as a tall person. That's true. Uh, That's true. So, so you are making stereotypes about basketball players. I I am making a stereotype. <laughs> I apologize. You know, I'm from an earlier time in history. And basketball players change. are traditionally are fair. Enough. I'm not saying the stereotype is wrong. I'm, uh... Okay, before we go down a well where we can't return, let's let's exactly. let's move on and start and start the quiz. All righty, gentlemen. Here hey. is your first statement. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and comedian Billy Crystal have been good friends since high school. Fact or fiction? Oh, Carrie Griffin, wow. let's start with you. That's That seems like an odd couple, but uh, huh. it's, you know what? It's so obscure and, and random. I'm going to say it's fact. Sure, they, they must have been friends in high school. I'm going with fact. I, just, I don't know why. It just feels right. Wow, that's okay. a good one. Oh, I mean, I, oh, is it me now? Yeah, sorry. I was gonna, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I just cut in. I'm just going to go that it's it's fiction because for some reason I just think Kareem came from L.A. and I know that Billy came from New York. He played in L.A., but I don't remember where he came from. Yeah. Anyway. All no right. Well, that's okay. Maybe I'm just doing this to just start off the show by just being very contrary. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Carrie says, Carrie says it's a fact and Marcel says it's fiction. Let's find out. It's a fact. Oh, hey. Yeah, it is a fact. I just picture them walking down the high school halls together, one very tall, one much shorter, (laughs) and they're just, everybody's like, hey, look at that tall guy and the funny guy, and they're a perfect pair. That takes us into our next statement. Kareem and Billy Crystal's friendship started on the first day of school in their senior year when they were assigned to be lab partners in science class. (laughs) Fact or fiction? Marcel St. Pierre, let's start with you this time. Well, okay. Since I didn't think they ever even knew each other, this is <laughs> this is uh, you're in a whole uncharted territory. I'm in a I'm in a uh, just an expanse of, of nothing here. I, I'm going to say that that's true. That that's mm-hmm. fact. They were put together uh, just because the teacher had a sense of humor, and it's like tall and short. You're together. Go sit at the back of the, back <laughs> of the class. Oh, yeah. That's okay. it. All right, so Marcel says, fact, Carrie, what about you? Fact or fiction? See, uh, first of all, there's a lot more Billy Crystal in this Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, topic <laughs> than I was expecting. So uh, it's throwing yeah. me for a loop, David. But uh, see, I think that 
They were friends, sure. They walked down the hall, but uh, and they were both smart guys because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has written many books and things, and Billy Crystal's written books and stuff too. But I think that they didn't uh, didn't connect a lot in class together. I'm going to say they had different class schedules. They were on different uh, different uh, you know in different places. So I mm-hmm. think it's fiction. They would not have been lab partners together. Just when it worked, no no problem. All right, so Carrie, you say fiction. Yes. Marcel says fact. Let's find out. It's fiction. Ha ha. Perfect score for me. <laughs> Perfect score <laughs> we both for have both of you. Yeah. I'm aiming for yeah. zeros across the board. <laughs> That's great. Well, this might make you feel better, Marcel, because Carrie, while he was correct, he's correct for the wrong reasons. Kareem and Billy did not even go to the same high school. Billy's best friend, Neil Chusid, transferred to Powell Memorial High in Manhattan, where Kareem, then known as Lou Alcindor, was already a basketball star. And Neil became very good friends with Kareem, and he brought him back to Long Island, which is where Billy's from, and they met, and they're still friends to this very day. So there you go, a little history. It's amazing. A little history. Out there. Yeah, it's nice that they're still friends after all these years. I like that you learn things on this show. You learn, you feel bad, you feel good. You t- it's like the facts of life. You take <laughs> It's a roller coaster of emotions. It is. And Carrie, you'll be pleased with this next question. It's okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar exclusive. Ooh, Ooh, I'm okay. Ready. I'm ready. Yeah. So let's move on. Here's our next statement. Kareem was known for wearing goggles during his NBA career, and he first started wearing them when an astigmatism in his left eye worsened. Fact or fiction? Oh. Carrie, let's start with you this time. Interestingly, Billy Crystal wore contact lenses. No, um, <laughs> I just thought I had to bring Billy Crystal into it for no apparent reason. There's no extra points. How does Billy factor into this? <laughs> His father was an optometrist who, no, uh, <laughs> so you're saying that he started wearing them because he had an astigmatism. Well, his astigmatism got worse in his oh, life. Oh, it got eye. worse. I'm yeah. going to say, you know what? I That doesn't sound right. I feel like it was because of an injury or something, like he got a scratched cornea. That's, that just sounds like something that would happen playing basketball. So he had to wear them to protect his eye. So I'm going to go with fiction. That's my final answer. All right. So Carrie says fiction and he says final answer like he's on Jeopardy. He really means it. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I need to add some kind yeah. of drama to it. Yeah. Okay. And Marcel, what about you? I'm going to say it's fiction, too, because I I only remember photos of him wearing those. And that's mm-hmm. just smart. Protect your eyes, even though you're way up there. He's so tall. What's going to hit him? A basketball? An eagle? I don't know. Anything could happen. So, yeah, he wore them the whole time. It's a made up thing. No injuries. Low flying planes. Who planes? Knows? Yeah. There's a lot, <laughs> of, uh, a lot of height jokes going on. All right. Let's find out. <laughs> so you're both saying all fiction. I have. And just so people who don't know Marcel, he's not the tallest man. <laughs> is that safe to say, Marcel? That is a very safe bet, sir. Okay. All right. You're both saying <laughs> fiction. Let's find out. It's fiction. Hey. That's mm-hmm. right. It is fiction. And Carrie, you were bang on. He started wearing goggles because an opponent accidentally scratched his cornea. Oh, wow. And the first time it wow. happened, he was in college at UCLA playing there. And he had to miss two games. And then it happened again early in his pro career. So he just started wearing goggles all the time. So there you go. Never scratch your cornea, kids. Don't do it. No, do not. All right, let's move on to our next statement. At the time of this recording, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the NBA's all-time leading scorer. That is a fact. And I say at this time because LeBron James could break that record this year. But Kareem only made one three-point basket during his career. Fact or fiction? Marcel, let's start with you this time. Wow, only one? That's stretching. 
<laughs> not, not a height joke. <laughs> well, that sounded like a height joke still. It That's did. It really did. I yeah. should have taken credit for it. That sounds <laughs> like fiction to me. It sounds like what an interesting thing we'll say about him. You know, he only ever made points <laughs> by, you know, selling hot dogs. You know, he never. What? How could he be? I don't know. There's a lot of hot dogs selling in NBA. I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about basketball. So okay. I'm going to say I'm going to say that's that's fiction. Okay. So Marcel says fiction. Carrie, what about you? Fact or fiction? I know a little bit more about basketball. I know uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played center, which means he spent a lot of time under the basket. So he wasn't like out in three point range a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And oddly, I think I think this is something Kareem and I have in common because I too <laughs> have only made one three pointer in my career <laughs> as an improviser. <laughs> It's hard to make a three-point play as an improviser, but I did it once. Mm-hmm. That's when you make a joke from a certain distance from your audience. <laughs> Real fact, yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to say it's fact. Why not? Okay, so Carrie says it's fact. Marcel says it's fiction. Let's find out. It's a fact. Oh, Yeah, that's right. Wow. Nice. It is a fact. Good. The NBA didn't have three-point shots for the first half of Kareem's career. That's oh. the main reason. But during his, the second half of his career, when they did have three-point shots, he only attempted 18 three-point shots. Oh, that's a low percentage. One for 18. Well, Kareem was the master of the skyhook. That's what he was really known for. Given his height, it was an indefensible shot, the skyhook. You can Google it if you don't know what it is. It's I will it. after this. It's where he would <laughs> throw a hook into his opponent's head and distract them so he could <laughs> yeah. ask it. I believe that's Thus taking it. out his opponent's cornea and, and <laughs> as he was dunking the ball, would say, you should have worn goggles. You should have worn goggles. Basketball All right. is a lot more vicious than you think. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our last statement in this round. Kareem is such a big fan of Sherlock Holmes that he's co-authored three novels featuring Sherlock's older brother, Mycroft. Fact mm. or fiction? Marcel, let's start with you this time. Or no, oh. we'll start with Kate. Well, it doesn't matter. Marcel, will start with you. <laughs> oh boy, I, I, I want to Google so bad. <laughs> Again, ah, who is a fan of Sherlock Holmes? I'm not. <laughs> um, I know people are, I guess. They keep making spinoffs and series and movies and, Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, I'm going to say that's false. That sounds weird to me. False. Okay. So you're saying fiction? Yeah. Why would he suddenly, he's from New York. Why would he suddenly be so interested in a a, a very British sleuth, <laughs> you know, novels? I don't think, I think he definitely could have written novels and fiction, but I, I just don't see him co-authoring hmm. anything. No. So fiction. Okay. All right, so he says fiction. Carrie, what about you? Fact First or of all, does Marcel get points deducted because he keeps saying true or false instead? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing several games at once. <laughs> I oh, this is, It's such a delightfully weird thing to say that he wrote Sherlock Holmes uh, or co-wrote Sherlock Holmes books. About well, Mycroft Holmes. Mycroft. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, see, I feel a connection to this because one of my middle names is Moorcroft, which is very close to Mycroft. Is it oh, really? It is. It really up? is. Wow. I don't think it has any connection to Sherlock Holmes, but uh, <laughs> I think, yes. Okay. So I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> took off his regular cornea protecting goggles and put on magnifying glass goggles <laughs> to portray or get into a character as a Sherlock Holmes so that he could uh, connect with his brother Mycroft. So, <laughs> and he was a, a writer. He was a very literate. It was. I'm talking like he's passed away. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is still alive and well. Still with us. So, uh, so yes, I think it's definitely, absolutely, 100% uh, fact that he wrote 
uh, Mycroft Holmes mm. books. All right. So Carrie says it's fact. Marcel says it's false. Let's yeah. see who's correct. It's a fact. Wow. Oh, my God. I literally, I, I, was, I was ready to lose that one. I thought it the was too Crofts weird. The have it. No, he was a big fan of, the Sher- of Sherlock Holmes, of the books. And in his retirement, he has co-authored three novels uh, featuring Mycroft Holmes and even authored a graphic novel about Mycroft wow. as well. So you this can Google that. This into my head as we've been discussing this now that hearing the name Mycroft Holmes makes me want to do like a crossover between like Mike Holmes, like Holmes on Holmes, but with Mycroft <laughs> Holmes. Mike Holmes and uh, Sherlock Holmes. He doesn't even have to like rip up the walls or anything. He just deduces what is wrong with your house by like uh, looking around and stuff. To people not in North America, (laughs) Mike Holmes has uh, renovation shows. He's a contractor in uh, here in Ontario. He's got all these shows that are on in North America. So just to explain, I I check it. I know there's people all over the world listening to it. I see you, Japan. I know there's one of you listening, one person listening in Japan. (laughs) Also, one person in Iceland. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Bjork. Is that your rules, David, <laughs> that you just get one in each country to uh, filter it through to <laughs> pass it on to the rest of their- I've decided I want this show to build super slow. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Slow but steady, as they say. Yeah, as they say. So let's uh, let's total up the score. And after the first round, Carrie Griffin has a commanding lead of five to one. Oh my God. But- Tall versus short. There it is. <laughs> Once again, story of my life. Harry, I mean, Marcel, don't worry. There, there's people have turned it around during mm-hmm. the speed round. But right now, Marcel, you are in. Oh no. Oh no territory. Oh no territory. Oh, oh no territory. That's a thing <laughs> yeah. in this show. Well, it's with the. Oh no. There it is. <laughs> oh no. All right. Yeah. I'm in. Oh yes land. I don't have a sound effect. Oh. But you know what, everybody? This is the part of the show where we get to know our contestants mm-hmm. a little bit. And Carrie. Yes. Uh, you, you know, I follow you on social media and a lot of your posts are about your housemates. Yes. Dudley and <laughs> Yeah. Can you tell everyone about your housemates? What makes uh, them so My good? housemates are feline in nature and <laughs> in existence. Um, yes, I am a cat man. My cats are very more popular on social media than I am. The posts of them always get way more likes and way more comments than anything I post about myself. I have uh, two cats. Yes, Dudley is the original who I uh, have had for 16 years or more. He's a oh, large wow. fellow. But he still, uh, he was not happy when I moved to Peterborough because I went from a condo uh, that mm-hmm. was, was, of course, all one level to a house where his uh, litter box is now in the basement. So he uh, had to learn how to use stairs. And as a big cat, he doesn't enjoy it, but uh, hmm. he makes it. And then I adopted a new cat uh, about a year ago, whose uh, name that he came with was Kink because he has a weird broken tail. His tail was broken. Oh. He was out on the mm-hmm. out on the streets or in the wilds for a while. So it's bent at a weird 90 degree angle. So the friend of mine who found him nicknamed him Kink and that just stuck. But his other nickname is Vern. So Dudley and Vern. And he's a he's a much littler guy uh, who uh, who eats nonstop. And uh, they are both you know, <laughs> social, social media darlings. And uh, they don't they each have their own space in the house. And they tolerate each other, which is all you can ask of roommates, I think. I think that's well, that's that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really sad. Almost like castmates, too, as long exactly. as you tolerate each other. Very, very, very true. And Marcel, I mentioned off the top of the show that you, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, are also an author. Can you tell us about your books? Yeah, I have co-authored, co-authored them with nobody uh, but myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote these with uh, just the idea of putting the most absurd things I could down on the page just to make absurd totally normal. 
So these are really short, surreal stories for people with short attention spans. It should Mm -hmm. take you literally no time to read these. Perfect for the uh, subway or at the cottage or whatever. Um, Some of them are only a paragraph long and they're all kind of the supernatural meets, you know, just strange uh, little happenings and uh, yeah, silly things. As you have spent some time on stage with me knowing, uh, you know, a portal... (laughs) A portal to nowhere could happen at any time. So yes. that's the kind of stuff. Expect all kinds of silly things. Uh, you know, I, I also like to spend time in late night diners. Uh, I like to have conversations with monsters. Uh, I like it when park benches talk to me. I like being picked up uh, or picking up supernatural hic- hitchhikers. Anything like that. They're short. They're fast paced. And uh, they're available wherever you buy books. All right. And what are they called, Marcel? The first one in the series is called Vengeful Hank and Other Short Weird Stories. And the second one is called Cliche and Wind Go Hitchhiking. And there's a third one coming out next year, 2023. You heard it here first. Short Weird Stories is what they're called. And and there will be a link, a hot link in the show notes if anyone wants to uh, check those out or buy them. I understand this episode will be released just before the holidays. So it makes a good Hanukkah stuffer, any kind of holiday you're celebrating. A book is always a good gift. All right. And now it's time to move on to... Contestants, start your engines. It's time for the speed round. Ooh, ooh, I feel it. My chair is vibrating like crazy here. (laughs) I misunderstood. I've just taken speed. Is that okay? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very different podcast, but I'm open to it. (laughs) Once again, tall versus short, high versus sober. (laughs) I played a baseball game once in university. That was the stone people versus non-stone. Oh and the stoners God. won, I want to say. Really? Oh. Yeah, we were pretty loose. We were real guess, loose. Oh, you were loose? You were like... <laughs> we were loosey-goosey. That's yeah. so funny. All right. And uh, so, Marcel, since yes, you are, are trailing, you get to go first. And yeah. as well, you get to choose between our two topics in the speed round, which are... Ooh. Okay. Animal facts. Yep. Or camel racing. Wow. Well... I love camels, but I'm not going to limit myself to seeing just one. So let's let's hear about all the animals. Animal facts, please. Aha. He fell into my trap. I'm a camel racing expert. <laughs> all right. So Marcel is taking animal facts. So these statements, Marcel, are just for you. Just me. Okay. All right. Get out of here, Carrie. Time for me I'm to gone. get myself out of OG's territory, wherever I was. Oh, no. Was, it, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> let's get into, oh my, Terry. Sounds like a female George Takei doing a, oh my, but oh no. Oh, surely might like that. Oh, yeah, I, I never put that together. The, the female George Takei. <laughs> All right, so Marcel, we're in the speed round. These statements are just for you. Here we okay, go. Okay. Sea otters have favorite rocks they use to crack open their food. Fact or fiction? I'm going to say fiction just because they're very intelligent animals. And I think that that is an affection that they could develop between themselves and an inanimate object. Fact. Wait, you're saying, fa- you said, fact. you're saying it's a fact. Okay. You're saying did it's did a fact. I say fiction before? I think you, you said did. Yeah. It's like well, okay. Me. Just think of me as a stoned basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. You fiction. mean baseball player. We were playing fact. Baseball. Okay. Fact, All right. Fact, it is fact. a fact, Marcel. You are back on the board. Ooh. They store they store the rocks in baggy pockets of loose skin under their arms. So yeah, they do. A fact. Yeah. All right, Marcel. Your next statement: Dogs sneeze when they're playing to show that they're not having fun and want to stop. Fact or fiction? Yeah. 
That's, yeah, I'm going to say that's a fact because dogs are weird. They do anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. well, it's a fact that dogs are weird. It is fiction. It's actually the exact opposite. When dogs sneeze, it's called play sneezing and it's a way dogs show they're having fun while playing. So Yeah, that's what I agreed with. That's what I wanted. <laughs> That's what I agreed to. What did I say? I said fact. It's <laughs> old double time. I can't even gear. lose c- correctly, apparently. You said it's a fact, but it's fiction. The statement was fiction. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, Marcel. <laughs> you're, it's your show, David. Whatever. Don't gaslight me in my own show, Marcel. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, David. Great oh, questions. God. All right, Marcel. Okay. All I'm right, rooting I'm for care. I'm rooting for Carrie. <laughs> Come on. Between the two of us, which one has the better attitude? Clearly. <laughs> Me. Okay. All right, Marcel. Your next statement. Okay. Like all big cats, cheetahs can roar. Fact or fiction? I'm going to say uh, fiction. They can't roar out loud. Only... <laughs> Down the road, like the roadrunner. <laughs> well, I don't know if that part is true, but it is a fact. Cheetahs cannot roar. Instead, they chirp and purr just like Carrie's home cats. Oh, so there you ah. go. Chirp. See, I'm right. All right. Your next statement, Marcel. Yeah. Baby elephants suck on their trunks just like human babies suck on their thumbs. Fact or fiction? Uh, that's just too adorable to say no to. So that's a fact. Absolutely. You're right, Marcel. It is a fact. Sucking on their trunks helps baby elephants relax, and it also helps them learn how to feed from their mothers. So there you go. It's an interesting fact. And your last statement, Marcel, in this Oh, boy. Okay. Rats are ticklish. Fact or fiction? Oh, well, that has to be fact because they can make good pets and pets are cuddly. So uh, fact, fact. I like the logic, and you are right, Marcel. It is a fact. They have, they are ticklish, and they make squeaking sounds, known as rat laughs. When you tick <laughs> rat, rat laugh, rat, rat laughs. laughs. What's a rat, rat laugh? laugh? Well, if you've heard one, you'd know it. I like rat laughs, and now I like trunk suckers as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trunk suckers. I bet you those URLs are taken already. <laughs> I'm not going to Google trunk suckers. Do not. No, do it. not. Do not. No one should do that. All right, Gary. <laughs> Camels, Harry, you're right? turning the speed round. Yeah, we're dealing with camel racing here. I have here raced a few camels in my day, so I'm ready. Interesting. Okay, then maybe you'll know some of these. <laughs> All right, here's your first statement. In the United Arab Emirates, due to high ticket prices, the majority of camel races are only attended by the wealthy and foreigners. Fact or fiction? I'm going to go with fact, just because everything's expensive over there. Why not? Actually, Carrie, it's fiction. The races oh. are in the UAE are typically free. That's the only thing they give people for free. All right. Also in the UAE, robot jockeys ride the camels. Fact or fiction? Wow. Robots. They're, yeah, again, they're, they're, they, all those uh, in the UAE, they've got all, uh, all the money and they're spending it on technology. So sure, robot jockeys. Fact. That is a fact here. You are right. Children used to jockey right. camels until it was made illegal in 2005. Oh, we should replace all children with robots. <laughs> How do we know they haven't already? <laughs> That's also a good point. All right, Carrie, your next statement. Most racing camels are male because they are faster than female camels. Fact or fiction? Ooh, I'm going to say fiction because I'm feeling the feminist strength of the camels. There, the women are faster. <laughs> well, Carrie, you are correct. It is fiction. And the reason hey. is that most racing camels are females because they are gentler and thus easier to handle than oh, the male. Especially by those robots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, very, it's very true. All right, Carrie, your next statement. Camels can run up to 65 kilometers an hour in short bursts and can keep a speed of 40 kilometers an hour for a whole hour. 
fact or fiction? Oh, I'm going to go with fiction. I mean, they're fast, but that just sounds too fast. I'm thinking about cheetahs again, and that sounds like cheetah speeds. That's too fast for camels. Fiction. I'm sorry, Carrie. It is a fact. Camels are that fast and have that kind of endurance. Yeah. Wow. And your final statement, Carrie. In the UAE, camel races range from four to 10 kilometers in length. Once a camel becomes six years old, it is no longer allowed to race for more than five kilometers. Fact or fiction? Uh, I'm going to go with fact because ageism exists everywhere, including in the <laughs> camel racing world. So uh, fact, they don't let them race that far when they're older. I'm sorry, Kara. It's fiction. Actually, oh. Camels that are older than six race for 10 kilometers. Oh, so, wow. There's one for the older That's camels. still ageist. <laughs> That's right. They're forcing them to race further. Longer, it, you old camel. Still, if you think about it, I guess if you look at it that way, it uh, yeah, it is angel. Let me total up the score and yeah. let's find out. Who's the winner? By a score of, of seven to five, Carrie Griffin is the winner. Hey, yeah. A lot closer yeah. There, yeah. Marcel, that was a that was a very nice comeback, Marcel. It I have was. to say you came back quite a bit. And guess what, everybody? That is the end of the show. Yay. Yay. All right. I'd like to thank our contestants, Carrie Griffin and Marcel St. Pierre. There are hot links to Carrie and Marcel's websites and social media accounts in the show notes, as well as a link for Marcel's books. If you like today's show, please do give us a rating and or review. If you want to listen to more episodes or subscribe, go to the show notes and you'll find a hot link to do so on your platform of choice. There's also hot links for the comedy quizzes and Shuli and my social media accounts. My name is David Shore. On behalf of Shuli Cowan and myself, thank you so much for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.